0: Welcome to the Configure Price Quote podcast. My name is Frank Sohn, and I'm the founder of CPQ Consulting. This podcast is 100% focused on Configure Price Quote, also known as CPQ, and will provide you useful insights into this topic. So this week's podcast is going to be a little bit different than usual. I will not have a guest today, but I will tell you a little bit more about how you can select the CPQ tool. The reason I want to do that this week is... That I'm getting asked quite a bit by potential customers on how they can do that, what's the best way of approaching this. So, and I think CPQ is not rocket science, but it touches a lot of different teams and functions, and therefore it can become very quickly more complex, hence more expensive. So, it's important to make sure you select the best solution for your company. And keep in mind that the process can be very Different. So for some companies, this may take just a week or two. For others, it may take months. That always depends on the complexity of the business and the business use cases that you're trying to cover with your CPQ solution. Anyway, so now we've established why I wanted to talk about this. I hope it's going to be uh, helpful. So now the question is, how do you do that, right? So, and I think we start with a couple of basic recommendations here. So if you have access to industry analyst reports like from Gardner, the Magic Quadrant that's coming out again pretty soon, Forrester, the Wave report, IDC, Marketscape and there are a bunch of others, um, Tier 1, Tier 2 research firms who issue any reports. I would say if your company has access to, to them you have a subscription. Uh, go ahead, uh, have a look at it. It may not be a critical data point for you, but it will probably help you to get a better understanding of what solutions are available and how they are rated. It's important to note here also you can download various of these uh, reports from the vendor sites. If uh, very soon after the Magic Quadrant re- report, this time will be. Published, I'm sure you will be able to download different versions from the participating vendors' site. But keep in mind that these reports that you download from the vendor sites may not have all the information. Maybe specific to to this vendor, and you can only download what you get from the vendor, right? If it's for free, if you have a subscription with Gardner, it's uh, it's different. Anyway, I think. One thing to keep in mind here is for a lot of these reports, they compare CPQ vendors that offer very different tools. So they may be for different industries. They may be for specific use case vendors that would never compete for customers are all put together in these reports. So while it's interesting to have a look at it to see what's out there, how are people judged, what did they do? uh, It's also important to keep in mind that these reports are only one way of, of of looking at the data. There's always discussion about who's participating in the vendor uh, in in these uh, vendor reviews. Why did certain vendors do not make it, and so on. So uh, it's an interesting point of view. It's not the only point of view, and it's uh, worth looking at other sources too. But when you have access to it, go ahead, have a look at it. Another resource that you should check are online review sites. So some examples of this are G2, Captera, TrustRadius, Software Advice. There are many other online review sites as well. It's good to look at these tools. I hear from a lot of customers that I talk to, existing and prospective customers, that they like these tools. That they regularly go there, look this up. The tools have gotten smarter over the years they take a lot of data into account for example the review that was submitted yesterday is higher ranked than a review that was submitted a year ago this is very good information so it makes sense to look at this and there are many more data points by this by the way they also have their own lists that just came out there's a a top vendor in Visualization: There's a top vendor for CPQ. There's a top vendor for XYZ and so on. So it, it makes sense to have a look at this and it's good data. Now, a note of caution here is that CPQ vendors work very hard to get more customers to submit uh, good reviews for them. And they also may provide them financial incentives to submit these reviews. Uh, would be like, okay, you uh, submit the review and you get X amount of dollars for submitting this review. What I tell customers, always make sure you understand who submitted this review. You don't want to just read reviews from one implementation team that submitted 10 reviews on the same project and everyone was very happy. Make sure you understand who submitted it, um, if they were related, so that you can see how valid is this review. Anyway, in general, it's a useful source of information, but similar to the industry analysts, this is one source, but it's not the only source. And another tip that I typically give to prospective customers is to only talk to the vendors and system integrators after you have at least a high level understanding of your business challenges or the business challenges that you want to solve. And that to me is like product configuration, pricing, quoting. Let me give you some examples. If I know I always send you the wrong product quote, so I sent you products that I cannot build in the end, that's a problem, so I need to know that. I always send you quotes which have incorrect prices or I know my customers tell me my quote documents just look obsolete. They don't have the information that competitors provide and so on. So you need to know that. And this is something you can actually do on your own time, on your own dime. And you don't need to have a consultant for that on site. In some cases, it helps, especially when it's more complicated. But in general, uh, this is something that a customer can do by themselves to understand and document your business requirements or your business use case, whatever you do in, in your firm. But you need to know. You have problems. What problems? What do you expect to solve with this CPQ or quote-to-cash or deal management solution that has CPQ capabilities, right? The next thing is also very important is, and that can again be done on your own time and dime, is to to document the current business processes. So you probably, your sales team is using this. You may have something for your channel partners where they use your Configure price quote tool if you have one or you have a process where you use Excel and the partners use that as well. You may have something also for e-commerce side and that may be different because you may have commercial customers that are treated differently than public sector customers and that is something that you need to determine, uh, understand and document and you can do that in your time and already save quite some money with that before you involve anyone with a CPQ understanding. Now, uh, the last thing that you can also do, and that's the current business requirements and the current business processes. The, The last one is to understand your company imposed limitations. So what do I mean by that? What I mean by that is you may have a new executive in the team and they have previously worked with a specific CRM or ERP system. Or a CPQ system, and that's something that they want to use here as well because they saw it working previously. They want to use it again. You want to know what's the available budget for this project, right? So what are uh, what what budget does the company make available to address this? You have to find out. Yeah, what CRM system do you have, and what you have right now is that what you expect to have in three years? Same thing with your ERP systems or water management system. Uh, but all the systems that touch the CPQ system, you need to know what systems are are out there and what are the preferences from your management team on this now and in the foreseeable future. And you document this. Now, one thing I have to mention here as well as a note of caution on this search step is once you have talked to a vendor or a CPQ vendor or a system integrator, They will typically try to solve their problem with their solution. That's normal. That's uh, nobody to blame. Uh, I've done the the same when I was an SAP consultant. Uh, It doesn't mean it's right. The situation is similar to I have a hammer, so you must be a nail, right? Or another good example is uh, you're looking for a car, you're going to a Chevy dealer. You do not seriously expect them to recommend you a Ford or a BMW, even that might be a better fit for you, right? So that's something you have to keep in mind here and uh, where you have to be cautious on the customer side also to make sure this must be driven from your point of view so that you have the most benefit out of this. And therefore, uh, you need to have a customer focused process so that you get the most out of it, that you're in control. And the best way to do that is with an unbiased expert, Novus is an unbiased expert, but we're not the only ones. There are others out there. So whoever you work with, make sure they have no financial relationship with the CPQ vendor. Because in this case, if I'm getting money from the vendor, if I send them customers, I will always be tempted to try and make something fit so that I get more commission payments for this. Uh, this is uh, this is not uncommon, right? So this is a fairly normal business practice and there's nothing wrong with that per se. But from my point of view, it is not customer driven, then it's more driven for other purposes. So make sure who you're working with as an unbiased expert has no financial relationship with the CPQ vendor. It would also be beneficial if uh, the unbiased expert you're working with has experience with multiple CPQ tools. So they should have worked with the tools. Should have uh, seen different uh, solutions so that you see what are the differences here. For example, a Prose and a Oracle solution are potentially very different, right? So they address very different things. What are these things? Why is that important? Um, and ideally, they should also have experience in multiple industries. So, manufacturing is a pretty common industry for the for the CPQ tools, right? And and MedTech and and Tech and other industries. But every industry has their own specialties. If you have someone that's also specialized in this industry, that's helpful as well. Now let's go, go ahead. So we talked about some basic considerations. So we said, okay, analyst reports are available. Have a look at them. Online review sites are good. Have a look at them. Hold off with talking to CPQ vendors and system integrators until you have done your homework so that you can have a better, more productive discussion with the CPQ vendors. We have a paid monthly subscription that keeps you up to date with the global CPQ market. If you are a CPQ vendor, system integrator or large customer with multiple CPQ systems, you don't want to miss this. Go to www.novocpq.com, look for services and select subscriptions to learn more. And now we are going through some additional steps we suggest you follow to select the right tool for you. The first one that I would recommend is determine who will make the final decision on the CPQ tool. It should ideally not be just one person. It should be a couple of people since multiple business teams, business units are impacted. That should be fairly easy to do that, right? So, But decide ahead of time who is going make the final decision so there's no surprise with that and it's decided up front there's the backing there from the executive team and it's it's not an open question the next thing I also see very often missed is agreeing on evaluation criteria of the CPQ tool so the and there are a couple of steps here the first thing is you want to agree you want to see what's important for you. Otherwise, if you leave that open, CPQ vendors will, no fault of their own, show you what they are strong with, what they can do for you. Now, I think you get more out of this if you, if you can tell them what you need to get your business improved. So uh, you need to determine what do you value higher, the configuration capabilities, the pricing capabilities, the quoting capabilities, workflow, and, and so on, a whole bunch of other things. But that needs to be done. So the first step should be to come up with a list of, let's say five to six different CPQ vendors. And these vendors should receive a questionnaire from you, where they answer a couple of different questions. So, and there are various different flavors of it, so I don't want to give you a number of questions that you should ask or the different topic areas that you should ask because uh, customers are very different in that regard, so it's hard to generalize this. But you should have a questionnaire that's reasonable for what you are uh, trying to do, and that means. You prepare this questionnaire, again, with the expert that you're working with, and send this out to the CPQ vendors. You will typically get these responses back within a reasonable amount of time. They will tell you, A, are the vendors interested and put some reasonable effort in there to get your business, right? So if somebody, for example, only answers half of your questions or has canned answers for your questions, you see the interest is not very high. So maybe you're not their target audience and therefore um not sure if that's the right partner to work uh, work with if they are not interested in building this relationship. So that's a very simple thing at the beginning where you would say, "Yep, let's see if if that's right." And then you also want to see how they answer the question. Do they understand your problems? Do they have interesting potentially solutions for that? Is there anything that raises a red flag, right? So once this questionnaire comes back from the five or six different vendors, you should be able to reduce that to, let's say, three different vendors that remain. And now uh, for the the three, you want to go ahead and basically provide them the uh, script for the demo when you invite them. Because, again, if you don't provide this guidance to the vendor, they will show you what they are strong with, what similar customers to you uh, said to them in the past, what they thought makes the most sense, which might all be fine, but then it's not targeted towards Yourself. So, hence, put the effort in, tell them ahead of time what you want to see. Uh, every vendor should get the same script and you should have internally evaluation criteria where you say, okay, as an example, the, um, I always have very complex products. So, my product configuration capabilities need to be very deep. Um, my pricing capabilities are, it's not the deciding factor in my business, so they they should be there. I need to show the prices. I don't need to do anything out of the ordinary, so I'm not doing price optimization or, or anything. And, and you should know that. And you should uh, evaluate the demos that you see accordingly. So you send the script out to the three different vendors. They will come in. They will demo the solution to you. You probably will sit there for two to three hours. There may be a briefing where you see some slides first, where somebody explains on paper what they do, and then you go into the system and have a look over there. Now, a couple of things here. The system will be used by two different kinds of users. The one is like the sales user or your channel partner user that's using the user interface. They will use it really as a user. And then you have others who set up the products and services in the tool. That's the maintenance or administration view. Make sure that you have a look at both, right? So because it's for your customers, it is important that the interface looks nice. For your administrators or maintenance people, it is important that they can work with the rules that are available, that they support all the complexity that you require. Then the next step is to get together with the whole team right after each demo, especially with all the decision makers to do the demo evaluation rating. That's why you agreed on the evaluation criteria in the beginning and you should do this ranking or rating right after the demo so that it's fresh, everyone can provide their feedback. They should do it separately so that you don't have one person influencing how another person Ranks this. Uh, It is usually beneficial if you have an unbiased expert uh, as part of this process as well, but you don't have to have one. Anyway, the important thing is you have the rating. You do it right after the demo, maybe with when within one or two hours, and you make sure that people don't influence each other on the decision. And that means you let decision makers evaluate all the criteria separately. No group decisions. Then. After the last demo, you should be able to make a decision here. And that is, as I said at the beginning, this is not rocket science, but it requires some preparation and planning effort on the customer side. But this makes the process better for both the customer and the CPQ vendor, because the CPQ vendor knows what capabilities they need to show to satisfy a customer's requirement and a customer is in control and can really make sure they are getting the capabilities they need the most. I hope this helps you. I know that this only addresses a lot of the the high level questions and there are many more questions. So if I can help with anything, let me know, shoot me an email. I'm as always available at frank.soon at novocbq.com and will answer your questions typically within Uh, 24 hours after i get them i hope this helpful we may do uh, some more of these every once in a while if i see more questions that are interesting for a lot of the listeners and if you have additional ideas on what you want to see addressed in a podcast then let me know and i will try to put that in I'd like to thank everyone for listening and hope you learned something interesting today. If you like the podcast, please go ahead and rate it on iTunes or share it with your friends and colleagues. In the meantime, you can find us online at www.novocbq.com. So long, everyone.